I've always wanted vanity plates. Mm -hmm. I used to want cool beans. Mm -hmm. And I was going to get that on my first car. I tried a bunch of different ones because a lot of cool beans are taken in New York. I bet. Um, but I came Very up with Kelly like, Clarkson. I came up with K-E-W-L-B-N-Z. I, I, okay, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> now so, you've sold me. I, yeah, so I was going to get that, but then I just, I got really like self-conscious uh -huh. about it. I don't know why. Like, it's stupid. I don't know why I got self-conscious. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to get a vanity plate for my new car and I'm going to get abortion so that's what i'm doing i'm getting abortion i hope nobody destroys your car oh i mean there are crazy anti-abortion people like that's you know true. maybe there's not that many and it, that would be very that extreme is but true. it is kind of putting a target on yourself P potentially i mean it actually the thing about it is like who knows what it means really because it does have the shun you'd have to do the abort s-h-u-n <laughs> so, so one could read it like you know I, shun those who get you know it's kind of a rorschach maybe yeah maybe i mean i walk around in a shirt that says abortion really big on it it's true. and i'll more no one has ever said anything negative to me yeah. if anything i get a lot of people talking to me telling me that they believe it that's good you know they that's that's, that's, that's their belief they can't believe what's happening like that like, makes the world seem like crazy to me. yes but like, we're in new york bubble you no know? it wasn't in new york it was in dc really? it oh, was in a okay. Dwayne reed right. like an an older man that worked there uh-huh and um i was a little bit i tell you like because una and i were both wearing abortion shirts because we were going to a protest yeah and when we were eating in the hotel bar i felt a little bit weird right because i was like i don't know what these people think i don't yeah. feel like that ever when i'm in new york wearing it because i just I feel like everyone here gets abortions. Yeah. Or they don't care. Right. Like they just don't care what other people do, which is yeah. how it should be. Sure. So, yeah, that was. What, oh, oh. So what I wanted to say was that uh, there are license plates because, you know, you how you can get like commemorative license plates, like a special license plate for your state. And then yeah. the money that you pay extra goes to whatever that cause oh, it goes is. To a cause. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like there's one in New York City or in New York State is lupus. Lupus. Lupus is a big one. Mercedes on America's Next Top Model Cycle 2 had lupus. Selena Gomez. Mm, yeah. So then there's like other ones as well. New York State causes and chapters of national organizations. So I saw there's a 9-11 Remembrance and I was like, oh, should I get that what one? Is, what is at this point, what is a 9-11 charity doing? All those people, not just the people who died. But the, the guys who were the people who were uh, doing, down, cleanup. doing the cleanup yeah. or, you know, were there when all of that should they breathe? They were breathing in all that dust. Yeah. They all end up getting cancer. Two of my yeah. uncles are dead. Yeah. yeah. From cancer from yeah. they were part of the cleanup. They're a, uh, a, a, a welder and an electrician. Mm. One got pancreatic cancer and the other <sighs> uh, colon cancer. And like. Thanks not that far apart, uh -huh, you know? So uh -huh. it like had cooked for a certain amount of time. Uh -huh. Anyway, I keep getting derailed. Yes, sorry. There are different states have different causes you oh, can yeah, get yeah, the yeah. license right. plates for. Yeah, yeah. And in, there's different states that you can get anti-choice license plates. They call them pro-life. I call them anti-choice. Yes. But they don't have any pro-choice license plates as a cause. What? Bullshit. It's such bullshit. So They're, you can get... Choose. You can get one that's like stuff about like a fetus is a baby and don't well, it's like be... choose life and it's like drama with like crayons, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. there, so oh, I'm sorry. There are 33 states in the United States um, that have license plates available that express an anti-abortion message. That is 
absolutely outrageous. Their concept of Choose Life, Inc., an anti-abortion, anti-choice advocacy group. So they're based in Florida. And then mm. when people are buying these stupid fucking license plates and the money is going back into their organizations that they can probably like set up fake clinics and trick young girls into thinking they're getting a sonogram. Yeah, like set set traps with grass over them outside of <laughs> abortion clinics and catch people in them. It's so savage. It's really, this is like, this is bad. This is... Our- New Jersey has it. Really? Yeah, but they don't have pro-choice, pro which is bullshit. I agree. I think that we need to like, you know, maybe this could be one of my causes. I could like because put, it should a, be, put abortion on the license plate. Yes, oh. I'm, I'm gonna have my abortion license but, plate. I'm, yes, and I, then I'm gonna, gonna get make everyone trend. else get them. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think like it should be. Then the money should go to like make abortion license plate. Make abortion <laughs> license plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of cause. Whose plates? Our plates. Whose plates? Our plates. Hey, hey. I mean, that is the sentiment. (laughs) It's true. I feel like that would be like one of those hashtags, like a sub hashtag, you know, not the main hashtag, but certainly that's one that people would use. Our our, plates. Our body, our plates are choice. Yeah. Our plates are our choices. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. So you're going to choose your choice. I always choose my choice. I read this book called Invisible Child. Okay. That about, sounds familiar. Yeah. It's like an American epic about this homeless girl, Dasani. Dasani Coates. Story? Yeah. It's just straight up reporting. It's her life story from oh. when she's really little. And then she goes to Hershey, which has like Hershey, Hershey bars. Hershey like was super yeah, the, into the Hershey adoption. Well, he was into Hershey, the man. Yes. The, the, the guy who founded it. He was into to boys, orphan boys, and helping or- orphan boys. Oh, okay, and then right. and they were only white. Uh huh. And then really? at some point, there was like a civil rights thing, and girls were allowed in, and black kids were allowed in. I see. I see. So the the reporter Andrea Elliott uh, did a five in a five days in a row report. I think in 2012 in the Times, it was on the front page about this homeless girl. And so this book is the result of. Not just the weaving together of that reporting, but then she kept following Dasani after she kind of became a minor cause celeb. So anyway, it's just this like incredible reporting. They were in the shelter system. Her mom, Chanel, was homeless as a kid because her mom was uh, a drug abuser, as Chanel turned out to be. It's eight kids. It's I mean, it's a wild, wild story, but... I what I find so useful about it is just the context that it brings. You know, it's a really interesting case study because this family, the ACS was all over them, all over them, constantly. What's ACS, the child services. What does that stand for? Administration for Children's Services. Okay, so what is that? That's more like. It's uh, a lot of support and yeah, and like that food stamps and food things. stamps and like finding the right program at one point. Uh, Chanel's lawyer argues that they were not on the right program and it meant that kind of thing because they're without like there was a month where they didn't have food stamps because they just could not navigate the system because Chanel had run off and Supreme her husband with whom she had four kids who had two kids of his own and then Chanel had two kids of her own but like so Dasani's older stepbrother Kali gets uh, arrested after he knocks down an old woman 
mm-hmm. uh, in the knockdown game. He says, I didn't punch her. I just I just hit her with my elbow. And the reason was that his friend told him that he'd give him $50 if he did it. And that money was like live or die for him at that moment. Mm-hmm. It's also part of the bigger picture of when ACS splits up the family finally, because like, you know, Supreme and Chanel are cycling on and off in drugs and in and out of the lives. And they're really, really trying hard, but not hard enough and they don't work the family falls apart after they're torn apart everybody's life goes down the quality of life goes down so far you hear about a kid that knocks over an old lady and it's like fuck that kid and it is like fuck that kid and you hear about the story attached to that and you say "Uh, okay he made that choice the old lady die no she didn't die okay she was she was injured but she didn't die there was there was an old lady there once was an old (laughs) Woman <laughs> who died from the knockdown game. She did. There- <laughs> I know. I'm not no, I'm not laughing, laughing at this. Again. I'm not laughing at this. I'm just kind of generally excited. <laughs> anyway, uh, thoughts with her that I can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> thoughts to her. Uh, <laughs> I don't pray. I know. I know. I don't pray either. My thing that I say to people is hang in there. Hang in there. I say stay strong. Okay. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) It's always that. I I heard my dad say hang in there to someone at a funeral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to pocket that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's an incredible book. I I lost count of them a number of times. It made me cry in public. Oh my, God. oh my god like how it's long is it 21 hours okay. and i at around hour 18 i was like oh i'm gonna miss tasani it's so in-depth and like the, the chaotic nature of these people's lives makes for an extremely lively plot it's it, it's like life-changing and i don't know how i missed it it won the pulitzer i wanted to tell you about a little bit about Hershey, just because uh-huh, right, right, right. he's from Pennsylvania, Hershey, Pennsylvania, in that town of Hershey. Yes. There's Hershey Park. Yes. Which is an incredible amusement park. Mm-hmm. Great roller coasters. Is it? Is it incredible? I remember it being kind of like not as intense as Great Adventure. The last it's time not I as intense as Great but Adventure. But that's fine with me because yeah. Great Adventure is really intense. It's, you don't need it to be like that intense i go on i go on i mean i I bet i could do two at this point last time i went on four roller coasters in a row my body just felt like fucked up when we did the superman one i was nauseated after that brian got really scared on superman at just as we were supposed to just as we were taking off he looked over at me with this Mm. terror and i was like oh my god but i actually think that superman is one of the nicest i think superman's great i think batman is pushing on my stomach i think yeah, well, it does. I mean, you're you're, laying you're lying flat. on your stomach. Yeah, my it didn't. My stomach didn't like it. My I, I think that Batman is also really smooth and kind of like not hardcore. And I think Bizarro is actually kind of gentle. It kind of throws you around like a piece of dough. You know, it's like tossing you here and there, to and fro. I recommend Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> At Six Flags Great Adventure. We don't call. We never called it Six Flags. When people say six no, flags, we, never, we always, always say call it a great adventure. adventure. Yeah. yeah, we never said. I I didn't even realize that like Six Flags was like a thing, and they all have different names. I, I think I realized because I think there was like a double dare prize that was like Six Flags. You could go to Six Flags over America, or 
I the, that, that's a Texan the Texas. I learned one? about it from that that movie, The Toy, with uh, over Texas, yeah, with Richard Pryor, because they live right. in they live in Texas in it, and they keep and talking they about go, going to Six Flags. I see, I see. And then I was like, huh, huh, right. Okay, so Milton S. Hershey, he never he never had any children, uh-huh. and that's why he like had an affinity for kids who. You know, didn't have parents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, they did. Well, okay, so we started because the this, the way the school is now, it's for underprivileged kids. It's for kids in poverty. You know, promising promising kids who could thrive in that environment if they only had that environment. And obviously, a lot of environment is everything. Whatever. Um, Dasani being featured in the New York Times essentially landed her a slot. It seemed like. Yeah. Okay. You know. Uh, but she was a very vivacious, bright, really just her ability to tell her story and paint the picture of her life is like truly artful. It's the Milton Hershey School. And it goes from what? Kindergarten through 12th grade? Yes. Pre-K through 12th. OK. And it used to be just boys. I mean, I think okay. it didn't turn into girls until like until we were done with high school, maybe. Oh, interesting. OK. It's the most wealthy school in the country wow and it has tons of resources it's like a great school teachers are paid really well the kids get to live because everyone gets to go for free and the kids get to live there for free the way that the the chocolate company is set up and the amusement park is set up all of that revenue goes to the school and also he donated his massive fortune like a lot of it, a lot of it yes. to the school. Yes. Like a huge, like $60 million. He basically or gave all of it away. Yes. And he had, so uh, I want to talk about his wife. Okay. He had this wife whose name was Catherine. Uh, Catherine Hershey. But they called her Kitty. Kitty Hershey. Yeah. He married her like very quickly after meeting her. Mm. So they didn't have any children, mm-hmm. even though I think he really wanted them. And then she died tragically of this disease uh-huh. and they said that no one knew what the disease was until this guy wrote a book it, the book is called hershey uh-huh by michael d'antonio and yeah. i actually really like the cover because it just looks like a giant hershey bar did you read it um oh i remember that book yeah mm-hmm. i read excerpts i was only really interested in this stuff about kitty because there, it just always seems so mysterious to me yeah so when he went to look in these like archives it said that his wife died of syphilis. What? Yeah. And the lore was that he actually met her because she was a hooker. Uh-huh. And then he like wanted to make a hoe into a housewife. But that's why she couldn't, they couldn't have children was because she had syphilis. Really? Yeah. And but I, I, she I must have been that. pretty young. They right? don't. Yeah. And they, and because he was, she was young when she married him, I think. Right. And 17 years after that. When asked years later why he started Milton Hershey School, Mr. Hershey answered it was Kitty's idea. She, because she probably was like, oh. Go, let's get some kids. Yeah. You want them so bad. Bring them here. Well, it seems like a nice thing. It seems like a a good school. And, you know, wait, I, you know what? I saw this headline and I was like, I'm just going to tuck this away. This is a few, this is a few weeks ago now. So when you hear it, listener, who knows how much longer it'll be? Probably three weeks. The headline, it was on Fox News, foxnews.com. Young girl, age five, chops off her own hair and declares it perfect as mom says, I was in shock. Is it a TikTok? <laughs> no. Oh. A girl in Texas. That happens all the time. I did that. 
This is the. <laughs> so what is this story? <laughs> like what? It's. It, I think it's dog whistling trans. Right. Mm. It's like. Isn't it? Isn't it like a scare kind is of that like? What that is? This is what's gonna happen. Your oh little girls God. are gonna. Ch- I, right. Isn't that the reason why? I Fox remember, News would be running this. What like that story is about a little girl who chopped off her own hair and declared it perfect as her mom said in sh- as her mom said I was in shock. Like that's the story. That's so crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you as someone who has done that. Uh-huh. The reason why I did it was because my mom had taken too long for me to get a trim yeah. and my bangs were like so in my face and, you and just I, I went them. and I ch- I cut them at like the root. Yeah. Like I was just like yeah. <laughs> like just angry cutting. Yeah. And then I was like cursed with a very, very short haircut for like years after that. <laughs> My sisters cut each other hair, each other's hair, not for any, just because they thought that would be fun. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, it makes just, a huge mess. They were just playing like salon. <laughs> <laughs> and they had like the bluntest, like, I'm on. <laughs> supermodel bangs you know like you'd see someone with that haircut at a rave in bushwick you know at like 11 (laughs) um but get this this story the deck is a girl in texas during the covid lockdowns took a pair of scissors to three years later what is this story wait how old's the girl a mom of a five-year-old, this I'm reading She's the text, five. a mom of a five-year-old girl allowed the young one to cut her own hair after she found her already in the process of chopping it off. That's the lead. That's, that's what you got to know. A mom named Valerie based in Collin County, Texas was, quote, shocked when she checked on her daughter. Was who was published? April. This year? Second, 2023. What? Why? What does this have to <laughs> no, do with anything? There's no peg at all. I know. I saw the headline and I was like, oh, I just, I'm not even going to read that story. I'm just going to save it because this is so insane. <laughs> you know? So I'm learning with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, April, I just saw it and I said, we got it. We got to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean, read. <laughs> A mom named Valerie based in Collin County, Texas, was shocked when she checked on her daughter, who is now eight, and found her using children's scissors to hack off her own locks. The mother of two allowed the girl to keep going with the scissor work, given that the, quote, damage was done, but made sure her daughter was happy with the results afterward. It's still going. It's still doing what it's doing. There is literally nothing (laughs) extraordinary about this. This is like something that like strangers, a a story a stranger would tell you at like line at the grocery store. And you'd be like, I really wish they'd stop talking. I don't (laughs) care about this at all. (laughs) A week later, she convinced little Lexicon. That's the girl's name. That's the girl's name? So wait. What's the mom's last name? You know what? It just says Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) Lexicon. I I did write a song. Oh. It's very brief. Who inspired you? (laughs) Um, Passover. We had to, um, we had to, I guess, as being part of a Seder, I actually was told several times that we weren't doing a full Seder. So I don't, I still don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I think you say a prayer. We went around and we talked about what we were thankful for. And so, and it felt very Thanksgiving to me. Mm. And then it was like, a, you know, a meal with like, you know, kind of pass around family style mood. It, yeah, but it was, it's not, there's no, 
Well, not, you're a vegetarian, yeah. so it wouldn't matter. But there's they are, they separate the meat and the dairy. Well, sure, it's kosher. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I like well, to mix it all sure. up. You know. Yes, not kosher. Butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want butter on my meat or it, something cheese. It, but it was like it was like whatever. Like you know, it's like. I mean, I get it, and me too, in my own way. But also, like, it's fine to have one meal where you don't, you know. And it was like, yeah, a, no, I'm just there's I'm a saying, delicious salmon, and there were mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? So it's like it's all sure. good. Sure, I had a Jewish boyfriend for years. Okay, in the ride home, I was like, oh, because because I, <laughs> I was stoned, and I had to say what I was thankful for, and it was like. I, I wanted to be sincere, so I started talking about perception, and then I was it like... It sounded mushroomy. Yeah, yeah, I totally like wandered into some psychedelia nonsense, <laughs> you know? And like, I'm coming up on sentence five, and it's like, this is not showing any end in sight. I'm just trying, now I'm trying to explain what I'm talking about. Oh my God, when I become like aware of how much I'm talking, yeah. and I'm still talking yeah. in my head, I'm, and I'm thinking like, I'm still talking. Did you get scared? No, I, I, I wrapped it at that point. I wasn't. I wouldn't let myself get that rattled. Really, just just dismount whatever. I usually um, only say like a word. I know. I should have. <laughs> I should have just said that. But then in the car ride, I said because of the Thanksgiving vibes, I was I was like with Brian, and I was like I should have said, I'm grateful for Thanksgiving in April. <laughs> chicken, <laughs> chicken pie with the chicken thigh. <laughs> Brian hates that part. He's like, that's not good. But is how is chicken pie kosher? <laughs> it's not. No. I mean, I don't know. It would depend. Well, did they have, did you have it at that Seder? No. Okay, what, well, that's chicken, not passing the culture pie? test. No, it doesn't pass the culture <laughs> test. It's whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just made up. It's also Thanksgiving in April, which was like my association. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's not a real thing. You know, <laughs> something reminded me of that. <laughs> okay. So that's that. Oh, wait, that's the whole song? Yeah. Sing it from the beginning. (laughs) I'm grateful for... (laughs) I'm grateful for Thanksgiving in April. (laughs) Chicken pie with chicken thigh. (laughs) I thought that was stupid enough to make you laugh. That's that's why I wrote it and didn't work much harder on it. I was like, no, it's not going to (laughs) change. She'll like that. Did you know that there's a movie, a Norwegian movie, about a girl who lies about herself constantly? <gasps> Ooh, sounds good. And then she finds out, she reads on Daily Mail that there's these drugs that are giving people terrible skin conditions, disfiguring skin conditions, and she orders a bunch so she could have it and get attention for Ooh, it. This sounds like someone we know. It sounds like it sounds like a lot of people I've known and heard about through the years, some more than others. <laughs> <clears throat> it's really a lot it's it's wow. crazy is it good i liked it a lot okay, it's norwegian it. and you know the line i've seen people say and there was a daily beast headline i think matt jacobs wrote a thing that was like you know it's like the worst person in the world but the actual worst person in the world okay. you know did yeah. you see the worst person in the world no oh you should see it who, who is it what is it Who's it's norwegian it? it's this like deconstruction of yeah, of, no, of romantic comedy in a way it's told in chapters and every chapter is really distinct is it the one with like the people that look different <laughs> they look all like but i know what you're talking about <laughs> okay <laughs> they look like people in this one okay yeah that's a danish movie are i they, forget what it's called do they actually look like that because i don't want to like well that's not the movie that i'm talking okay. about <laughs> 
Um, I don't. Those people are definitely wearing prosthetics. Oh, that, they are. Okay, yes. good, good. What, what is that movie? I don't know. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a cop drama, I, right? Yes, I watched it because I thought that that was that they were real. Like I thought it was some sort of, you know, kind of like Neanderthal. Border. Yeah, border. they were like a. It was a border agent. Um. Falls in love. No, all of these people. No one's wearing prosthetics in the worst person in the world but like you know she meets this guy she walks into a party and then their whole meet cute is discussing how far they can go without cheating because they both have partners oh okay and it's an exploration of like what where those boundaries would be like can you smell somebody's armpit can you pee in front of somebody etc etc and the movie so the movie's like this like kind of charming romantic comedy that has a lot of ideas about romantic comedies okay it's great. I love it. I, I watched it once and was like, huh. And then I watched it stoned and was like, oh, my God, <laughs> which is exactly actually how I felt about the Little Richard documentary that's coming on Showtime. OK. When's is it Showtime HBO, maybe or Max. Uh, it's it's a rock doc, but it's just like so elevated. And he's so, you know, he was such a he was such a character. He was I mean, he was possessed. Hmm. You know, he was he was out from another world he's a really pistol. he's a pistol yeah <laughs> um and so j- just that fact alone and then she's got academics in it lisa cortez directed it she got academics in it that are like really clear and help elucidate the subject matter and it's nuanced because little richard turned his back on his sexuality he talked a lot about being gay he talked a lot about being oh because he gay got in the religious past. and he got religious and then he talked about being gay and renounced it but he wasn't like out out when he when he was you know, I was so confused by him when I was younger. Well, especially because we just caught the 80s. Yes. Like Hollywood Squares kind of yes. like what? I mean, I, that's where I mostly knew him. That's where I knew him for. Because <laughs> yeah, I've same. seen Pee Wee's uh, Christmas movie. You know, he was that kind of guy. I'm watch- I'm looking at his. Oh, he's he's been on Full House. Played himself. Okay. Played someone he, oh, else yeah, that's on right, Baywatch. That's right. That's right. He, he was on Full House. Yeah. Last Action Hero. He's been on Columbo. He's been on Blossom. Living Color. He was at one point selling Bibles. Like that was his hustle because he, because he, he, the way that they make it sound in the documentary, and I'm sure it's more complicated than this, is that, but maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. He, he, um, he broke his one record deal, um, early and it was, I think he had some success, but not like the astronomical success he would get. And as a result of doing that, his penalty was that all future royalties go to them. Oh. Yeah, it's awful. It's it's so, so terrible. So he was poor. I don't know how he, I don't know how how much money he had when he died. You know, James Brown had $100 million when he died. James Brown totally pulled his shit together. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. He was destitute for a minute and his estate was how worth $100 million. How did he do that? Million. Uh, he got really good money people and he let them, I mean, he was doing, he was still doing fucked up stuff and like he had one guy who he just had a million dollars in cash in a safe and he was like, don't let me touch that. But then he would come in and be like, let me have it. <laughs> he would just go in and out and keep like, like kind of a floating million in the safe, you know, give or take. Petty cash. Yeah. Petty cash. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and so, but at one, there's a picture of him. They don't, there's not footage that that's in the documentary. There's a bunch of Bibles stacked up around him, and he's signing them. Ooh! Yeah. Oh my God! I'd love to have that. 
Wow. Yeah. Let me see. Have you looked to see if they're no. like floating around? No, I haven't, but that's a. Okay. Wow. This is going for 8,000. Wow. On eBay. Signature on a black heritage Bible. Oh, wait. This is just an eight by 10 of the page. 7,000. Huh. Get out of here with Get that. Get out of here. Julian's auction. Oh, they were doing a Julian's auction in 2020. It was three Bibles. How much did they go for? The set went, um, no, sorry, there's four here. The set went for $3,400. And they were signed by him or was his personal Bibles? It was the, he signed the Bibles. Okay. Love, I, I would love a signed Bible. 34, I mean, 3,400, you know. Oh, one is, was signed to him from someone. Okay. And then he has, he has the heritage one. Like, there are people sign Bibles and then give them to each other? I know that. I, I, I mean, I'm sure they did it more previously but i love the idea that he was just signing it like an author yeah you know? <laughs> it's incredible not only obviously did prince owe a lot to him in mm -hmm. terms of his look and overall slinkiness yeah um but also that he very much like little richard kind of went on to kind of in a way for a period renounce his older work and cursing and he stuff like religious, that right? he got really religious he became a jehovah's witness after his son died right and larry graham got him into Jehovah's Witness and just that's when and he was like I mean there was there was rumors that he said homophobic things to Wendy and Lisa but like Purple Rain era I mean when they were working together they stopped working together in 586 but uh, I think 86 he Prince did yeah with Wendy and Lisa that's kind of when he broke up with the revolution but I feel like that first of all that was those were the times and secondly, those were the times, but Prince is showing you stuff you never saw before. I think, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think maybe that he was like self-conscious about people maybe thinking he was gay. So he would well, say that of. kind of stuff. Well, that's another thing that's really fascinating about little Richard is that his whole flamboyance, he got away with being flamboyant because white people loved him <laughs> and he could only kind of sell a sexuality that was very soft and feminine. Mm -hmm. So He's presenting as queer, and that's the the more commercial savvy move, which is a mind blowing thing to be doing in the fifties. So, all right, all right, let's name people who've done that because it's like it is like a really weird. It's a it's it's a Venn diagram, if you will. <laughs> Kamala, <laughs> Kamala would, Harris, Kamala would, yeah, of people who've done that. So, like, I'm I'm thinking like Richard Simmons, like people who are just so flamboyantly oh, gay. Oh, I see, Paul Lind, but don't like talk about it at all like yeah. don't address it whatsoever right like, right just right. try to like paul lind okay paul lind did he never like come out uh i don't believe he ever publicly came out uh dick sergeant okay did he act i always thought How he was he pretty gay it, it was that one right or is it dick york no dick york was the sergeant york Wait, one of them. <laughs> wait, they were they, they were the husbands, and I dream of. I know, <laughs> I know, I knew it. Wait, did they are they're both the uh, I dream of genie husbands. Is that who they are? I mean, I look at Rock Hudson and I see a cocksucker. Yeah, but other people, he seems like other know, people think that's he, very manly. See it in, I know. Yeah. Well, it can be. But um, I'm talking about like swishy ass. Kind of, you yeah, know. Yeah, Dick Sargent was gay. So mm -hmm. he came out in 1991 on coming out day. Oh. Uh, he died in 94. Dom Prostate cancer. Dom is, DeLuise was Dom, gay? He wasn't? I don't think so. Dom DeLuise. I don't. Uh, <laughs> he has to have been gay. Dom DeLuise. I don't know that I've ever 
heard anybody say that about him. I mean, gay. Look at these pictures. He's in. He's in th- like, like the opening of the Muppet movie, right? Oh wait, I think Michael Musto wrote about this. <laughs> he did. Michael <laughs> Musto wrote a piece called "Dom DeLuise Gay." <laughs> what year? <laughs> Two thousand nine. <laughs> well, I always, you know, it's weird because I just, I just inferred that as a child from the Muppet movie. Interesting. My whole life, I was just I, like, I never I, felt he never read that way to me. This is a very short piece that Michael Musto wrote called Dom DeLuise Gay. Okay. I was so Carrie Prejean'd out last week that I neglected to note the sad passing of Dom DeLuise, the portly and gifted comic actor who elevated such films as Cannonball Run, Smokey and the Bandit, and Fatso. Yeah, I always thought of him as Burt Reynolds' gay friend. Okay. (laughs) Along with a whole bunch of those boozy Dean Martin roasts of people who obviously plan to die while screaming with laughter in close-up. Dom was a campy riot who stole Haunted Honeymoon in full drag. Oh, he did that. Even in I men's clothes. I love that movie. And even in men's clothes. Maybe he, that's all. That, that, I'm sure that was like the, the proof for me. I was yeah. like, okay, of course. <laughs> and even in men's clothes, he rang more gaydar bells than a boy bander with a plus size girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> but Dom was married with children you exclaim fuming yeah and so were i don't know a lot of people that doesn't always mean that much sometimes they're gay but just wanted to find some refuge in that kind of family sometimes they're bi sometimes they're deeply closeted but to me dom deluise always screamed gay 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 anyone else all right so he's he's running on the same page as you but not much evidence just the sense the gaydar yeah um oh, i never li- got liberace that. uh sure liberace I'll say I'll add these Rip Taylor and and Chris Chrisley. Is that his name? <laughs> Chrisley? You know, Todd oh, Chrisley. Todd Chrisley. Todd Chrisley. I like, thought you meant Chris Christie. Chris Christie. No, I was no, like, no, 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 no. Sorry. Um, Todd Chrisley. He does kind of remind me of Vicki Harper in a way. Ross Matthews. Uh, Chris Christie. Oh, Chris Christie reminds you of Vicki Harper? Why? Is that her? Is that who I'm thinking about? Vicky Valerie Har- Harper? No. Who's Vicki? Uh, who's Mama? Vicki... Uh, Oh, what's, her, what's name her name? She's like Carol Burnett. She's like part two. Yeah. <laughs> Vicky Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence. Duh. Speaking of Lawrence, I am shocked that Matthew Lawrence and Chili are a thing. I, you know. Did they meet on the, I, you know, I, I saw the headline and then I didn't read the whole article. Mm-hmm. The thing we do mm-hmm. here. Uh, <laughs> did they... Did they meet at those 90s cons? Because I noticed that they were know. both booked at this 90s oh, really? con well, this year and last year. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe they already knew each other and they were like, are you doing 90s con? Okay, I'll do 90s con if you do 90s con. <laughs> Wait, let's find out. <laughs> we didn't get to go. Uh, no, you got sick. I know. It sucked. Oh, they've been together for three months. Okay. They started seeing each other romantically in November. After, after between 90s cons. Yeah, between 90s cons. Okay, I think they met at last year's 90s con. I love this. Because they said, um, they asked how they met, and Matthew recalls meeting her in passing at an event uh-huh. where he was part of a Q&A session. Okay. It was just a real friendship, you know, for five or six months, just talking on the phone long distance, like getting to know each other, seeing each other here and there. So I think that they met each other at 90s con last year, were flirty maybe, got each other's contact info. Started talking back and forth and then sealed the deal in November. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Chili has a real sexual energy. She does. If, if, I mean, I met her and she was, she directed it at me. 
And so I imagine <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, then you're you're into that. Yeah. I mean, she's who gorgeous. Who does she have kids with? Uh, uh, Dallas with, Austin. Oh, does no? she? She was with Usher for a while, right? Yeah, but that was... He was young. Uh, I think she was about 10 years older than Usher. Is she older than Matthew Lawrence? Because it's not Joey, it's oh, she's, Matthew. Oh, she's definitely older than Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> she's in her 50s. Okay. Rosanda Thomas is 52 years old. Hmm. Matthew Lawrence, he's 43 years old. That's okay. 10 years. Sorry. Yeah, he looks good. Well, we, we got to go. Patreon.com slash pot psychology for bonuses. What am We're I going to talk Madonna-thon about? We're doing Madonathon still. That's for, And it's going. Yeah. I, well, I this, this week we talked about or we watched the league of their own which like i love this movie. i know I, I didn't see it in the theater because i got mono <gasps> oh no i remember did you wait until vhs i did i did and <laughs> i did it as soon as i could because my father had taken like i spent a month on the couch basically <laughs> uh, my father had taken my sisters i remember i bought like the prince sexy mf single <laughs> and a bottle of obsession for men and like <laughs> And that night, <laughs> I got mono and stayed that way. I couldn't get off the couch. So, wow. Yeah. Anyway, so there's that. And then also there's like these other bonus episodes. Um, yeah. I was going to talk about. Um, did you see there was a Dumois as told to in uh, Cosmopolitan? Did you read that? I didn't read it, but I heard about it and I started laughing because it's like cause someone, someone was like, Dumois wrote an article. Yeah. And then I was like, told someone some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was definitely an as told to. Yeah. Um, I'll read you some of it. Okay. On the bonus. Oh, okay. All right. Um, it's patreon.com slash pot psychology pipe dreams dot fun. You know what it is. In a word or two, shoot, I want to do no, not your body, your mind, your Sexy motherfucker. We're all alone in the villa on the Riviera. Got some friends on the south side in case you care.